and we are back again. <laughs> um, before we begin the episode, make sure you guys do check the description below. Uh, we got some Buzz TV products. Sorry, next level. <laughs> we got some Buzz stuff down there, some unique devices, and they're going to be here only for the holidays, and then they are gone. So if you guys are looking for something pretty cool from Buzz TV, make sure you guys do check the description below. They will have you guys hooked up with some really good stuff. All right, what you got? And while you're at it and you're in the description down below, you want to make sure to check out our VPN link. The VPN link does have some very good deals right now, as well as some amazing features. We're talking about ad blockers and parental controls, uh, things that you can do on the fly so that you can help manage your home's internet traffic as well. So make sure you check out the VPN link in the description below. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So grind my gears episode. Well, grinds my gears again. This part two. It's funny because we, we didn't even plan on doing a grind. Another grind my gears episode for this month, at least. And if you guys missed our recent episode, we talked about Amazon uh, laying off people. And how sometimes people don't support the ones that you supposedly love, yet you want to get a discount and stuff. But but then again, you'll tip pretty good. Some other what were you saying last time? Like like it was pretty good. You like you started going off, and I'm just like, damn. So okay, <laughs> let, me, let me try. What let me try? <laughs> so I know I get tons of products. I get tons of products that I get to review. And um, I usually get some people every now and then because th th this is how I also make my living. Like I have multiple sources of income. One of them is the these products that I get. I sell them. Um, sometimes I do giveaways. But sometimes. How did you say that? That sometimes people tip restaurants or people that you don't know you're just more inclined to people are more inclined to tip businesses that they have no personal ties to yeah and then the people that you know that have their own businesses that they don't want to tip you they actually they don't even want to buy it from you they just they want you to get a hookup the main thing is is that a lot of times we don't understand that we're actually devaluing our friends, their businesses, their servers, their services, their products, whatever it may be, whatever their hustle is, the moment that we think that I'm going to hit up this person because I'm going to get a discount is the moment that you start to devalue them. And my biggest thing is that if you appreciate somebody, you respect them, you love them, whatever it is, then that's the mentality that needs to change. Like you can't immediately go to somebody that you respect with an attitude that you're already devaluing what they're worth, right? And a lot of times we stay in the hood, we stay on the block because our friends and our family are our most common customers. And these are the people that are devaluing us the most. And some people are always like, oh, you left the, you left the block, you left the hood, you took your hustle somewhere else and you forgot about us. What are you laughing for? I see you. <laughs> the hood. <laughs> 
you know, you live the block. You left the block. You left the hood. You did your business other places. And people think that you forgot where you came from. It's not that you forgot where you came from. But if you focused on where you came from while you were there, chances are you would never get to where you're going because people that love and respect you have a tendency to hold you back and hold you down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Now, for me personally, um, sometimes I will hook up uh, some family members, like my sister, basically, or my mom. Like, I'll be like, hey, I got and, and sometimes I tell them like, hey, you know, this is this is how much it costed me. If you want it, just pay me for what I paid for. Um, but most of the time with them, I'm just like, here, just take it. It's fine. Just take it. Um, or what I'll do is if they take something and they don't want it no more, then I'll, I'll take it back and then I'll sell it and then I'll give them something else, you know, but yeah, I, sometimes I do have family members that, or, or friends that will say, can I get Can I get this hookup or whatever? Um, but yeah, so I, I just thought it was kind of funny on the last episode that you were just ranting. Um, and then I started to tell you too, uh, offline that from our last episode of what grinds my gears um that i got a lot of a, a lot of feedback not that many people commented so I, I grabbed the link and i posted it on like facebook and posted it in a couple other places and i had a good amount of people of course friends we're like 99% of them, <laughs> you know, um, a few family members. Um, but, but, but they, but, but they already know what was coming, what was happening already, you know? Um, but what did you say? What did you ask me? Well, I said, everybody that's going to hit you up, I guarantee it. Isn't anybody that you're referencing in that video, mm-hmm. right? I asked you, I said, it most likely isn't. And your response was, yep, nobody, nobody hit me up. That was supposed to <laughs> because those people who you're referencing don't support you. So they're not watching your videos anyways. <laughs> yeah, they're not watching it anyway. <laughs> they're not watching your shit anyways. So unfortunately, as much as we want to like sit on top of a soapbox and scream our lungs out, the people that we're trying to shake are the people that they're not even there. They're, they're not even walking past your soapbox. So mm-hmm. it becomes a very difficult uh, situation when you're just screaming at the top of your lungs and you know, you're screaming into a forest that nobody's there. So can yeah. they hear the tree fall? Can they treat? Can <laughs> they hear the, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting and I get it. Like sometimes not sometimes that like, some people won't support what you do. And it's not in this. And sometimes it's not really like, Oh, like why well, do I want to sit there and, and, and watch like an hour episode of you ranting about crap? Um, which is fine. I get it. Some people just don't want to listen to the BS and it's cool. Um, for me personally, if, if like, I, okay, so I posted a long time ago, a super lengthy post that I typed out and some people that, that, that normally don't say nothing said something they, they commented or they liked, or they said something. 
Um, others just still didn't say nothing. Um, but it's almost kind of like, do you need me to tag you? Do you want me to call you out? Do you want me to say, hey, Bob, this is what you did? You know what I mean? It's almost like, but at the same like, time, what's I'm, the I'm point, kinda, though? Exactly. It's kind of like, like, but why? But why? Like, honestly, when when I deal with those kind of situations in my life, it's just like, well, shit, I can I can either give you power or give you no power. And if I get to a point where I need to start tagging you, then I'm giving you power over what's going on in my head. Yeah. And I got too much shit that's going on in my head that I don't need some BS drama bullshit. You can stay over there in your damn corner. I don't care. You ain't got no power over my conscience and what I'm doing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was funny because I was thinking about this yesterday and I could hear it in the back of my head where they would say, well, how come you didn't talk to me before? Why? How come you didn't say nothing? Or, or it would be more of like, Oh yeah, so I wasn't there before, right? I wasn't there like when when this happened. I wasn't there when that happened. I wasn't there for any of that stuff, right? You know what I mean? Like like I can almost hear like like both ways of like like a clueless, like I have no idea, like like I thought it was like whatever type of thing to what everything that I didn't do wasn't good enough. It's it's and it was kind of like like I was I was uh you know just talking to a few people out of people say like hey are you good are you okay um some people that i haven't talked to in a while reached out and yeah everybody every okay so everybody that's listening now and everybody that is that reached out then um or still reaching out um i appreciate every single one of you guys the video had nothing to do with you guys but for you guys coming in and checking in on me thank you um you know, I'm good. I, I've been, I've been good. I've been good. Um, so it, it's just, and, and, oh, you know, what's the other thing too? I, I did have a few people share stories of, of some stuff that they went through, um, how shitty family can be and sometimes not support either what you do or what you say or what you suggest or what, or whatever it is. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things where it's just like, hey, don't put your hand on the fire. And then they put their hand on the fire and then they look at you saying like, why didn't you why didn't you stop me? It's like I, I already told you. <laughs> you know what I mean? I saw another video. Um, oh, I wish I would have saved it and sent it to you. It was it was the funniest shit. I couldn't stop laughing. Um, there was a guy in a car and there was two other people with them there's there's three people and they were going on this ramp on a dirt road it almost looked like they're in the mountains and they were trying to catch some airtime to to leap over right and there was another there's a couple of dudes that were standing out there but there's a dude at the top that was looking and he just gave him a thumbs up like like okay you're you're, you're you know you're you're clear or you're good or you're whatever and the guy hits the gas, leaps over that first hill, and as he was coming down, it was two hills. It goes like this, and then another one that goes like this, and, and he was trying to clear them both. Well, he doesn't clear the second one. 
So what do you think happened to the car? <laughs> it literally head on right onto the thing. And, and dude, it was like when you see it and everybody's heads just like whiplash to the front, the guy in the back seat, he turns around and said, dude, what the hell? Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> it's like, uh, you really? <laughs> You're blaming that guy. <laughs> funniest crap and i and i could have stopped he was all bleeding and everything from his nose i'm just like dude you deserved it it was you're the one that got in the car and said yeah let's do it just pay Trust attention your, yeah pay attention dude what the hell pay attention. pay attention yeah pay attention it's like right now i'm teaching my kid i'm like like these are things that i thought was common sense but when you become a parent you realize that common sense some portions of it have to be taught especially with today's like, like today's, what do you want to call it? Today's day and age. <laughs> nah, today's like little people. You know what I mean? Like the generation, today's gen. I'm good. Today's generation. I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be that wow. guy. I'm starting to get some gray hairs and shit now. So I'm going to be that guy. Right? Wow. But like <laughs> we went. So now when I go grocery shopping, right, we come out. I'll stop him and I'll put everything away with him right in the car. And then I say. To him, I make sure to point this out. The person who is driving the vehicle never puts away the shopping cart. And he goes, oh, okay. And, I'm, and he goes, I'm like, do you know why? And he goes, uh, because they need to start the car. And I'm like, yes. So I live in Canada, as a lot of you guys know. And today <laughs> it snowed. We, get, we have snow now. We have snow now. It's landed. It's on the ground. It's covering it's everything. It's the here. eagle has landed. <laughs> the eagle has landed, right? So it takes a moment for these cars to warm up, right? Yeah, you're cold, but if you get in your car right away and start it and turn on your heat right away, you don't get heat. You get a blast of cold air that's just making you feel worse. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to teach him these situations that you're going to be in certain situations that there are roles that everybody needs to play so that everybody can live a nice, happy, peaceful life in Kumbaya together. If we go through a drive-thru, that's another thing that I'm trying to teach him right now. If we go through the drive-thru and everybody orders something and the driver hands you the bag, out of respect, you ask, would you like some of your food now? Because sometimes the driver is hungry. You know, you want to snack on your fries or whatever you get, right? Yeah. You don't just dive into the bag and start eating because you're going to get punched. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but these it's are things that with the younger generation, you got to teach them. This ain't common sense. And it's because you can't beat your kids. I'm not promoting beating your kids, but I mean, some <laughs> of the stuff we knew because we actually got punched. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, yo, like, honestly, like, I'm just seeing more and more that society is, is training us to have tunnel vision, to only see what we see that's right in front of us, for us, by us, F you, FUBU. Whatever it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so difficult because most of us are living paycheck to paycheck that we can't afford to look outside of our blinders and see what's going on that's going on around us, right? Mm -hmm. And you can't, no matter what you do. And, you know, I was actually having this conversation with, with a family member the other day, right? Like um, they're, they're, you know, around 40. Um, they're not married. They don't have any kids and stuff like that. And I said, listen, society is getting to a place now that in the next 20 years, we're going to see more people living together 
that are classified as common law, but are not in a personal sense, significant others. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because we can't mm-hmm. afford to pay for shit under one income. We look 30 years ago, it was common, I would say more than 50% that one income, a family or a household could live off of, right? Maybe the person had to work two jobs, but they were more than happy to do that because a household was run as, as a business. You know, one person went out, made the bread and the person at home up kept the house, right? Now there's a couple different factors and I'm not trying to, 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 to pull on any feminist strings or anything like that, but women are more common now to make more money than the men. Mm-hmm. But then also, this is how society is thinking. Society is thinking, well, as a woman, I'm making more money than a man. So I want a man that makes more money than me. So now we have two people that their focus is not the house as a business. It's their business as a business. So a lot of times there's a lot of dysfunction. Well, who does what in the household because we're both making money? Well, shit, if you're making enough money, then you can hire people to come in to upkeep your house. Cool, right? I guess that's a scenario. But for the most common and the most average of scenarios, the average person is making $40,000 as a full-time job. Mm -hmm. And two people making $40,000 with a household income of 80 grand is not enough to live off of. So you're working yourself to the bone and you can't manage a house. Like we're getting to a point now that in the next 20 years, I strongly believe that people are going to be living with people that they don't want to be living with just to afford an average style lifestyle. So you got to learn to make some sacrifices. If you think you can go from now to the next 20 years by just working one job or one form of income, you're going to get a crazy reality slap to the face. Like, honestly, it's going to be insane. I'm getting comments. I'm getting messages. I'm getting phone calls from family members and friends. I can't afford my mortgage. I can't afford my mortgage right now. I can't do it. it, it, I'm on a variable rate and this year has been nothing but increases. And now I'm paying so much more for my mortgage. Well, shit. What are you going to do about it? You're going to get another job? Well, I don't want to leave my house. I want to do remote work. All right. Well, sure. I mean, if you're a hustler, then I mean, you can do this, this, and this. I can line you up with this and you can do sales and you can sell it on your own time. You can sell it online. You can sell it in person. I can even give you a whole business structure. Oh, I don't like sales. Well, shit. You're going to have to work for somebody then. You got to leave your house. Mm -hmm. You want to do some remote work? Well, you got to make certain sacrifices when you do remote work. Like you have to, right? Like there's jobs that I've thought about applying to, to do remote work for companies. But I know that if I apply that there's other sacrifices in my life that I got to make and I ain't ready for that. So there's give and take and sacrifices need to be made. I know like I'm not trying to get too personal because, you know, I never get too personal when we talk about this stuff. (laughs) But, you know. With Preppy and myself, we're completely different people, like completely. I'm very risk diverse and I take very risk based moves. And to me, every move that I make is an investment into my future that I don't expect to necessarily see for the next 10 to 15 years. But I'll, I'll take those risks now. And I'm like, yo, I'm down. I'll take the risk now. And when I'm down and out and when I need to call in or whatever, like hopefully it's there and it's ready for me. 
but preppy is very worst case scenario. Well, shit, you did this. This is this is going to happen. And I'm like, well, you don't know that's going to happen or not. I'm sure there's a likelihood. But to me, I'm like, it's worth the risk. So there has to be some give and take like and I'm not trying to call the way preppy thinks an old school mentality. But back in the day, when we think about like our parents, they would take a job that had longevity over a job that could possibly pay more, but wouldn't be around in a year. Mm-hmm. And the newer society is like, well, shit, if it's going to pay me more now, I'll figure it out later. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have to take some of those risks because now we're seeing that companies that we thought were going to be around forever are no longer here, or they've pivoted so much that if you were working for that company doing one job, there's shit, you're out of a job now. Like, look at, here's a prime example here locally, an hour, hour and a half away from me at the most. Blackberry used to be one of the biggest names in smartphones. Now, if you were part of their smartphone division, where the F are you? Yeah. Where is their focus? Their, sm- their focus is in security and artificial intelligence. So the people that were a part of the smartphone division, where are you at? At the end <laughs> of the day, it doesn't matter how much time, blood, sweat, or tears you pour into a company. You're just an effing number. Did I ever tell you that I had a company sit me down in an office and tell me that I need to make a decision between my kid and my job? <laughs> no. <laughs> I never told you that story. They're like, look, either kick your kid out or come to work. Okay. I'm going to tell you this. This is a personal story. And this changed my life. <laughs> your kid this, or the job? What do you this want? This changed my life. I was like, I think I was 21, 22. I had my kid 21 days old. <laughs> Right? Up, bro. right. 21, 21 days old. My kid ended up with a life threatening disease. Mm-hmm. So I was living in a hospital, watching him have seizures, holding him while he had spinal taps done as a baby. Like it was like I, I like it was the craziest thing to go through as a 21 year old. Mm-hmm. And I'm living literally I had duffel bags and I was eating and living and showering in the hospital. And I would go to work from the hospital and I would go right back to the hospital because my kid was there. Like, what am I going to go home for? Like, mm-hmm. didn't make no sense to me. Right. So there was days where the doctor would walk in and be like, your kid's got a 50 percent, 50 chance of living. And I'm like, OK, so I'm going through all this in my head. And there's days where either I couldn't come into work or I was coming in late because mm-hmm. there's there's shit that I had to do with my kid while I was at the hospital. So my manager pulls me into the office and I tell her the situation and she's like, well, you know, you got to make a decision between your kid and your job because the business has business needs. And I'm like, yo, I get that. But like, what do you want me to do? Like I broke down in that meeting. I'm like, I can't make that decision because to me, it's a no brainer. Like my kids got like my kid needs me. Mm -hmm. So after that point, I made a vow. I'm like, I will never, ever be in a situation where a company has power over me like that ever again, ever, ever again. And no matter what I do, I will hustle. I will grind. If I have to work for a company, it's not going to be the, the end all, the be all and end all of my existence. I will never give a company that I've been in situations just like you have, where we go above and beyond for a company and we give them our all next thing. I know I'm being laid off for what? 
I'm, I'm trying to help you improve your customer experience, build up programs, do extracurricular bullshit to make sure that your company morale is good. And then you turn around and you tap me on the shoulder and give me the boot. I mm -hmm. cared more about companies that I've worked for than they've cared about me. Never again, never, ever again. Mm -hmm. And like I tell everybody, everybody needs multiple forms of income. I have this conversation. Like I, I feel like every month I have this conversation with somebody. I honestly <laughs> feel like it because look, everybody's living paycheck to paycheck right now. Shit is effing tough. Mm -hmm. And the craziest part, if you were to look back a year ago, everybody had jobs available and they were paying you more than what you were making. But everyone was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Now we're in a situation where you're probably being laid off if you have a high paying job. So what do you do? What do you do? So I tell everybody, you need to make sure that you're investing in yourself. And and there's there's a couple different ways that I tell people to invest in themselves. There's things that are of value to you in your life. Everyone knows the most common thing, which is money, right? But then you also have time and then you have knowledge, right? And those three things are a displacement for each other. So mm -hmm. if you invest time in yourself, well then shit, you're going to get knowledge and you're going to get money in the future. If you invest money in yourself, well shit, you're probably going to buy yourself some time. You probably might even buy yourself some knowledge. Mm -hmm. If you invest knowledge in yourself, well, then you could probably in the future get yourself time because you're going to figure out how to live your life more efficiently and more the way that you want. That's in, in line with what you want because investing time also dictates that you're setting yourself on a path. You got goals, you got missions, you got things you want to accomplish. That's what investing time looks like. But if you don't invest the time in yourself, you just live in life, walking through the shit, letting shit slap you in the face and being like, well, shit happens. <laughs> yeah. So you got to figure out how to play that game. And a lot of us, when we lose a job, we apply to everything under the sun. And the first thing that comes back to us, they're like, this is what you are going to do for us. And this is how much we're going to pay you. And most of us can't afford to say no. That's the problem. We can't afford to say no. Not even, not even no. We can't even afford to say, I'm going to get back to you. Give me a minute. Because we've applied to so many places, there's a good chance that somebody else is going to hit us back with something that we were more happy to say yes to or puts us in a situation where we can negotiate our pay. Imagine if you apply to a bunch of places and the first place called you back and you accepted and literally two days later, somebody called you back with 10% more money. What are you going to do at that point? Well, shit, I'm already invested. Mm -hmm. You can be making 10% more. And a lot of us are probably like, well, 10% isn't life changing. Is it though? Is it though? Like if you're making $40,000, 10% of 40,000 is 4,000. That could be the difference of between you going on vacation or not. Mm -hmm. No? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. reality is all like, and that's what I say. Like I'm a huge supporter of anybody that I know personally, that's got a hustle and I'll, I'll support them no matter what. Like, I don't even, I, I don't even like, I have a boy that has a printing company, had a printing company ever since I know him, went to high school with him. And because he does certain things, 
I don't go shopping around for prices. I literally don't. And I'm like, yo, you do this shit? All right, yo, I'm going to support you. Do this mm-hmm. for me. You know what I mean? I don't ask them for discounts. I don't say, hey, uh, you gave me a quote. Can you do it for this? Like, whatever. The, the worst thing that I might do is be like, yo, you got a cash deal? That's it. I mean, it helps you out. It helps me out. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's the most I'll do. I'll be like, you got a cash deal. We'll keep it under, under the table. You know what I'm saying? but if you got a hustle if you got a grind if you got a product or service or if you even have a passion then invest in yourself so if you don't have a product or a service but you have a passion well shit even if you don't have a passion then all i'm saying is you need to invest time figure out what the f your passion is right once you figure out what your passion is or maybe what you're good at creating if it's a product or a service that you wouldn't mind making a dollar off of it, then make that dollar. Mm-hmm. Right. But make sure that when you do it, you don't let people devalue what it is. And when you usually start something, and this is like full circle, when you usually f- start something, you'll find that you devalue yourself to a point where people you don't know hold more value to what you create than you have in yourself. I started YouTube off of a fluke. My first donation, I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. No idea. Why are you donating to me? Like, you need that money to pay your bills and shit. Why are you giving it to me? But then we don't understand that people value what we do differently than how we value what we do. You know what I'm saying? Like, people watch us for entertainment, for news, for a perspective. And those things are already with us. Like we, we walk with that shit. Like that's shit that we're passionate about. And that just comes naturally to us. But people come to us to get that from us. If it's entertainment, news, whatever it is, they want to know something from us. What would they have to invest in order to find that same information? If they're not a YouTuber or if they're not part of a content creation field within the tech industry, or if they're not walking the same shoes that we're walking every day, then they would have to invest time. Mm-hmm. Because they haven't invested the time, they choose to show the value that they get from us with money. And I'm not saying that we're, 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 we're stacking bread rolling in the dough. I'm talking like sometimes people throw us a dollar donation or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, I didn't understand how to receive that. But once I started understanding that everything is a displacement, like I was just explaining, that was their displacement for time. And that was their way of showing us that they valued what we bring to the table, to the lens, to their screen, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But those are all people that don't know us from a random person on the street. So what does it mean when the people actually do? When they actually know us, they know our face, they know who we are, they've spent time with us. Maybe they've come to us in the past for a product or a service or even just a conversation. How do they choose to value that interaction? Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that those people should give us money. I'm not. 
but there's three different things of value in a general person's life. There's time, there's money, and there's knowledge. And they can share either one of those three with us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Oh, where's my... Hold on. The next There you go. <laughs> so I, I did want to say one thing about... um like your situation with your job and like you said you get it you know you have you have things like you know you have to take care of your kids business has to run yes my kid has to stay alive yeah um the one thing when i was working at the well at the hospital um i was always around like the bosses, the big bosses, the people who made the everything go around, you know? Um, and I would always hear like, oh, sorry, I'm late for work. Kids throwing up or no gas in the car or dogging my homework. I don't know, whatever the excuse is. You know what I mean? Um, there's two ways of, of going about certain things and yes sometimes in your head you might be like well this is a valid excuse like it this is this is the reason why i am where i'm at and some jobs will find a way of making things work you know they might well, say that's okay. a good manager though right like i've yeah. been a manager of departments right sometimes you have to sit down and be like why is this happening so often right mm-hmm. well shit maybe it's a shift change maybe we need to change your shift right maybe somebody else needs to work the shift that you're working or maybe you actually do need to take some time off because mm-hmm. if something is happening so often maybe you need some time off just to figure your shit out like i had one of my best employees come into work crying and sat at my desk because they had an abortion they couldn't tell their family about. Mm-hmm. And the only person they could talk to about it was me. Am I going to make that person come into work and not work their best? Because you know what I mean? Like you have to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Yes, I guess business needs. But as a manager or as someone who's managing a business, you have to figure out how to work with what you have. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for me, I, I, I can go both ways on it. Um, you know, with my stuff that I do, every now and then I'll hire somebody to, you know, like do something. You know, like I, I was on Fiverr last year, like, hey, I need some help with some stuff for the videos or like I got so much product. I need some like some slack a little bit because I, I was so tight with stuff and like I like for me being in in that position and seeing both ends like okay let's see what we can do to make things work and at the same time it's kind of like like damn figure this shit out you know what i mean like 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 if 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 it's something like like and i think it depends i think it really 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 depends on the situation if it's something as drastic as like your situation, it's just kind of like, okay, how do we figure this out together? How can we find a solution? Like, yeah, 
you know, like, you know, this, the, the thing with your kid or even when you're a manager and, and the abortion thing, it's like, okay, what do you need? Like at, at, at the hospital, it was, you know, we had a, a employee services where we could talk to a, a psychologist. Um, and if we're stressing about something, they give us like X amount of visits for free for the year. I forget what it is, like 10 or something like that. Um, but they they give us free visits if it's work work related if it's personal related whatever it is like we we have that um and you know luckily for me too it is when my baby sister passed away um my old boss was like take whatever time you need like he's just like if you get back in a month cool if you come back in two months cool and he even said, he's like, you know what? He's like, he's like, sometimes the best place is to be at work to keep your mind busy. But you have those options. And I told him, let me finish the day. And then I'll probably be gone for the rest of the week. I might, I might be gone the following week, but I'll, I'll let you know how I feel on on Monday morning, probably maybe Sunday night, if I can, I don't know. I don't, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to wake up. And he's just like, he's like, if you show up, you show up. If you don't, I know why. Cool. Like certain situations like that, understandable. Um, there's been other situations where I've, I've again, as a manager where I see people saying like, Hey, I can't figure this out or, or I'm running late because of, you know, you, you know, those lame excuses. Um, my alarm didn't go off or something stupid, you know? Sometimes it's like, I don't know, when it's on your dime and you hear dumb excuses like that, and even if it's not your dime, but you're the one that's in charge and you have to deal with stuff like that because at the end of the day, it's not it's not coming out of your pocket. But when you have employees under you and whatever they do or don't do affects you as the boss – some of these excuses that 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 people give are just like, damn, dude, really? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, th th there's a traffic accident. Uh, you know, sorry, I'm late. The, 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 there's an accident. It's just like, well, okay, I'm gonna write you up when you come in because you're running late. Because <laughs> you're you're late. Yeah, be safe. But sometimes it's kind of like. I don't know. For me, the one thing that I've always learned before the Marines is if you're on time, you're late. Well, the thing is, too, it's like, OK, well, are you working a night job and then coming into a morning shift? Like, why are you late? Even then, it doesn't matter. It doesn't if matter. It's not the business's job, problem, but I mean, right. it's not the business. If, 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 if I hire you and you have a night job and you're coming in late every day in the morning, I don't give a shit why you stayed up all night. If you're telling me like, hey, um, your situation, hey, you know what? I'm sorry I'm late. My kid's having seizures and I'm in the hospital. I'm trying to do this. Uh, I'm, shit, dude, what's wrong? You know what I mean? Like, like, do you need anything? That's one thing. But when you're like, yeah, sorry, I was late because I had a, like, I was late because my other job and I was still working and, and punched out a little bit behind and, and, you know, sorry, I'm late. 
I'm okay. At that point, it's just like, dude, look, I don't give a shit about what your other job is. I don't care if you didn't sleep. I don't care if you had diarrhea all night or whatever it is that you had. You're late. Like those other, like I think there's a difference between like there, there is, but before you fire them, at least (laughs) give them an opportunity (laughs) to explain themselves because it could be a life changing decision just by them changing their shift by an hour. But then at that point, but at that point, I don't want to hear I'm late because of my other job. Yeah, you don't. If you're saying like, hey, you know what? I have my my kid that is in the hospital and like like the, the thing is that people need to communicate properly. And I think people don't know how to communicate properly. If they say like, hey, you know what? This is what's happening with my kid or this is what's happening within my life right now. I have to change my night shift and I have to change my morning shift. You're explaining to me the whole thing. If you just show up late and you just say, hey, I was late because of now you're telling me after the fact, then again, that 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 that, that that's yeah. a communication barrier. And but but I'm finding that I'm going to again, I'm going to I'm going to be super old when I say this, but the younger generation doesn't know how to communicate. No, they don't know how to communicate, man. They no, don't. don't like when I talk to my kid and stuff and I'm like, like, did you just say that to me? Did you like, did you like, for instance, I picked him up from school one day. Right. And we're driving. We get to a stoplight. And I'm like, if I got hit by a bus right now, could you take care of yourself? That's literally the question I asked him. And he the the response that I got was, I'll be okay, but you won't. Well, yeah, I got hit by a bus. I'm like, did you really just say that to me? Like, no remorse. Dad's dad's gone. I'm good. He, but he's going. He got hit by a bus. He's fucked up. Like, he's like, well, well, nice shit. You, Dad. Shit, shit happens. Yeah. And I was like, how would you be okay if I wasn't? How would you be okay? Yeah. He said, well, I'll just go to mom's. And I'm like, you're changing the question to suit your answer. And he goes, what do you mean? And I said, the question was, could you take care of yourself? Not would somebody take care of you? And he goes, oh. And I'm like, because of your lack of communication, you make people upset because you say things that invoke feelings in them that are not good for you. Mm-hmm. And you're not listening to the question to respond correctly. You scare me with the way that you talk sometimes. <laughs> and I can't punch me. you for it. And I wish I could sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So all I'm saying is shit is rough out there. And I know that it can be difficult to communicate sometimes, but we have to learn how to do it for our future. We have to. If you're not going to fight for your future, nobody else is going to give a damn about you. Yeah. And if you can't communicate about your future internally, then you're not going to be able to do it externally. And that goes back to me saying that you need to invest time into yourself to figure out how to get yourself to that next level. (laughs) Here we go again. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, definitely learn to communicate better. Um, yeah, just learn to learn to communicate better. Um, and trust me, I've, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard so many different excuses and, 
you know, it, it's, it's, I, I don't want to be insensitive with those situations at all. Cause I know it's, it's very like, you know, people like to use the word if it's valid or not valid, like what makes something valid it's an excuse is it, it's yeah, it, it, it depends. It depends on, on those levels, you know? And I think, I think personally an excuse for whatever reason, it, it's going to be an excuse no matter what, because of whatever the business is, the business needs the how the you know who, whose dimes it is like you know however you want to put it the the thing is learning to communicate to the point that it it like maybe not overly communicating because i i met people like that too like they'll yeah, that is like it's, it's just right. like look give me bullet points what's going on what's happening and then that's it and and okay after that we'll figure it out if 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 your job's like you, like if your job's only giving you the option saying like, hey, that's what you got to figure out your own thing, but you got to be here on time to work. And then, then, you know, they're giving you a choice. If, if you like the choice or not, they're giving you that choice saying like, okay, if it's your kid or your job, you know, then it's just like, cool. Oh, I'm going to pick my kid every single time because screw you hippies, <laughs> you know? Um, and then just, yeah, just, just know just know that when you do have those jobs that you have to answer to somebody else, it doesn't matter what your excuse is. Most of these jobs do have like leave of absence or, or what is it called? FMLA or something like that. Um, like family medical or family emergency or medical emergency or spouse emergency or, you know, it's like most of these companies will have certain things like that. That is very drastic. Um, I think what's happening too now is when with this whole work from home thing, you know, people are kind of taking advantage of it and saying like, well, sorry that the work is a little bit late, but my kid's sick. It's like, I don't give a shit if your kid's sick. If I'm paying you for this stuff to get done. Did you go to the hospital? Is your kid in the hospital? Then, hey, you know what? You should have said something like, hey, you know what? I have to go to the hospital. My kid's sick. Um this project's not going to be done on time. Okay, well, cool. Well, Go take care of your kid. To getting around the project's not being done on time. Like, well, shit, if you can't invest the amount of hours, then the solution would be to reduce the amount of hours that you have on that project and allocate them somewhere else so it still gets done on time. But if you can't mm -hmm. communicate, that can't be accomplished. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's what it boils down to. Like learning how to communicate, communicate effectively, and, uh, and, and really understanding what is if you want to call it a valid because everything that you're going to say is going to be a valid excuse. Oh, my kid fell down and he's got a scrape on his knee and I had to tend to like clean the mess and clean this up and pick this up. And it's just like, okay, you have to be smarter than that. Like if this was you and you were paying somebody else to do a certain job and, and like, like for example, Oh, here's a good one. And, and I, I've, I've actually experienced this in the past. Um, if you hire somebody, to clean your house and they are like, Oh yeah, we charge by the hour. And you know, they begin to clean the house. And then all of a sudden you find them sitting down on their phone and they're texting or they're calling somebody and everything. And then at the end, they're just like, Oh yeah, I was here for four hours. And it was just like, wait a minute, weren't you just on the phone for like an hour? I'm not going to pay for an hour. You being on the phone, but how many of you people out there, you people, 
you people, how many of you people out there that have a nine to five, eight to five, whatever you want to call it, go to the bathroom and take an extra longer minutes. Yeah. <laughs> break hour, half an hour, four times That's a day. not part of your break. <laughs> yeah. You just, you just have to be, you just have to be smarter than that. And, and what, trust what me, is the I, saying? there's a saying, um, my boss gets paid a nickel. I get paid a dime. That's why I take a dump on company time. Isn't that how it goes? I guess I never heard that, but okay. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> they get paid a dime. I get paid a nickel. No, something like that. I don't know what it is. If you know the saying or the rhyme or whatever, put it put it down below because I can't remember what it is. But there's there's a rhyme. There's a rhyme about taking dump on company time. I know there it's is. It's probably it's probably I get paid a nickel. My boss gets paid a time. Or gets paid a dime and whatever you said at the end about time. Yeah, that's why I take a dump on company time. <laughs> and something that's like why, that. Yeah, something yeah. Like, I don't know. So probably you first and then your boss. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, I yeah, I, I get it. I, I I I get it. I get it. Sometimes we're underpaid, overworked. And if that's the case, find another job. If that's the case, find another job or find multiple sources of income. Um just find 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 a way i don't know just just find find a better way um but yeah i get it and then if you do have people that have like i give i give everybody a chance um going back to like like supporting family members anytime i ever hear a family member like with something i give them a chance big time Cool. Let me find it. What what is it that you're selling? You're selling insurance. Okay. Let, let, let me know what it is. Okay. Sign me up, I guess. And see how it goes. Okay. I don't like it. Hey, you know what? I canceled it. Sorry. I didn't like it. Um, I got family members that started their own social media. Oh, cool, dude. Hey, th- this is some stuff that you should do. This is a, like, like go for it and, and, and post it here, post it there. And let me know when you post so I could like follow you or, or like your stuff or comment or whatever it is. Um, and yeah, for the most part, support, you know, like you should support the people that you know first because they're the ones that are trying to hustle to make something. And then if that's something that you're interested in buying or something that you would buy anyway from somewhere else, if somebody owns a pizza shop and you're like, oh, I like pizza, but I'd rather go to Pizza Hut than go to my family's pizza place. And unless your family's pizza place is dog shit, then <laughs> OK, I get it. Go to Pizza Hut or Domino's or papa john's or whatever it is that you guys have out there but at least give them a chance and 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 support those people and and yeah like and and sometimes it sometimes like you were saying earlier like it's sometimes disrespectful when you do have to say like oh give me a hookup or can you give it to me for free or can you give me a discount or can you it's just like hey you do realize this is like my hustle too like this is how i'm making my money to pay my bills so Sure. If if I give you and you almost feel obligated, like saying like, okay, I guess, like fuck, I get, I'm gonna have to make this up somehow, somewhere else. Um, you know, kind of sucks. Anytime anybody has ever sent me product to review that are friends, people that I know, I hooked them up big time. For example, um, I'll, I'll, I'll say this: Storm every now and then will send me some products to review for Formula. Um, I've had Formula directly hit me up about reviewing products. Anytime, and, and, and it's funny because when, when Formula sends it to me directly, I asked them if I could link it to, because they're all about resellers. I asked them if I could link Storm stuff up. 
I'm like, hey, can I can I link up my friend over here? Like she's got a like she's a reseller. She does all this stuff. Let, let me let me direct traffic over there because one, I know her. Two, the prices are going to be the same anywhere else you buy them. Three, I know she will give you the the tech support that you need and she'll help you out. Like same same with Buzz TV. You know, Buzz TV. We work with them directly, and you know we put these links out there because you know one we've tested them out and then two when you do purchase them via our links we get we get a small cut it doesn't cost you extra and anybody out there that's looking for finding ways of making money like multiple sources of income amazon has a huge freaking website with stuff and their affiliate program is there. Like there's, there's, you know, you just have to find a way to, I don't know, have a website, have a YouTube channel, have whatever it is. There's, there, there's so many different ways of doing it. Um, just don't be afraid. I, 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 oh, you know what? I watched an episode of um, 60 Days. That's where they lock them in. Like they lock people into jail for 60 days yeah. and they kind of like, check out the facility to see if it's good or bad or, or, you know, just find out anything that's wrong with them. Um, one of the guys that was there, he brings a couple people together saying, saying like, Hey, if anybody wants to learn how to make money, when, once you get out of jail, you know, without criminalizing yourself again, you know, selling drugs or whatever they're there for, he had a whole class. He was just like, and he was making examples out of everything. He's just like, you know, he's like, for me, I could buy this T-shirt at Goodwill for like two bucks. And then I'll turn around and I'll have a, I'll throw it on offer up for like 10 bucks or eight bucks. And now I've just made a couple dollars. And, and he's just like, just depending, depending on, on how much you're willing to spend you got to think how much you're going to try to get back and, and, and be realistic. You know, you can't go buy a, a shirt at, at Goodwill or whatever. Um, some of these thrift stores and expect to get 20 bucks. Like, you know, you got to chip away a little bit at a time. Um, I have my offer up with all my products that I get. And most of the time, like, like what I do is everything that I list up on offer up, it's always cheaper than what it is on websites. And I usually, if not always, get somebody that always asks if they can get a discount or if they can get it a little bit cheaper than what I posted it on top of that. And most of the time, depending on what the offer is, I'll be like, sure, here you go. So I don't know. Um, just do your research. Look at your stuff. Invest. Invest. Invest in people. It doesn't have to be financially. It could just be sharing a video like, hey, I, you know what? I like this conversation between you two. I like this podcast a lot. Grabbing the link and throwing it out there to Twitter or Facebook or yeah. whatever, you know, like time. That, that is great because it didn't cost you anything except for like maybe like 10 to 30 seconds to grab the post or grab the link and share it and post it. And for us, it means a great deal because that means more eyeballs get to see it. More eyeballs gets to see more advertisements. And, you know, that's how our, that, that, that's how we make our income. That's how we make our money. Um, and it doesn't cost you guys anything. Super simple. Absolutely free. Um, yeah. And I think that's it. 
a lot of stuff that we covered on this thing and I know it was a continuation of, of what we've been talking about a little bit for the last couple of times. Um, we are on Thanksgiving. Like this is going to, this is going to air. Um, I guess that's kind of appropriate. It's almost like, you know, give appreciation, be thankful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be thankful. Seriously. Um, this airs right. Th- th- this is, this is the, the, the episode the right before Thanksgiving. Um, so yeah, just be thankful, appreciate people. The ones that you call loved ones actually show them love. Um, and yeah, that's all I got to say. What do you got next before we go? Well, you know what I say? Thank you guys for watching and listening to another episode of Beyond the Streams. Wherever you are watching or listening to us from, make sure you leave us a comment or review so other people like yourself can find the content that you enjoy. Make sure that you also hit that thumbs up, that like, and subscribe. Turning on that notification bell will keep you in the know. You never know where the conversation is going to go, and you never know who we're going to have on. So we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.